Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcasts, Freaking SoundCloud, and Freaking Spotify if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, my name is Taylor the Sandman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus coming via satellite freaking New York from Doug Jordan's garage, and then bringing up the freaking rear, Doug the Slug, Jug Jordan himself from his own freaking domicile, also via the great satellite in the sky. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week of freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot and for you. God bless you. And God did bless you. Looking at you right now, the curves of your body, your buttocks. From your buttocks all the way down to your toes, as they say. And geez Louise, down on my knees, I, have a, I can see sweat dripping down Doug Jordan's nose right now thinking about it. He's salivating at the mouth. Weakers and tweakers. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, the ongoing saga continues. Dawson, that's what I'm talking about. Evan Dawson, WXXI Connections, 88.5 and also 13.70. He is the radio host of the show Connections on WXXI and Jeez Louise, down on my knees. I was listening to a little bit of his show trying to get some freaking intel. And he mentioned a very freaking interesting thing, and I believe it's a freaking subtle slight at us, Weakers and Tweakers. He was saying something, and that show is hard to follow, boring as the Dickens for Weakers and Tweakers that ever heard it. But he was going on and on about a single-player system. One system for a single player in the wake of the two-state solution that Sandy and I had been drafting for quite some time. And now he's talking about a single-player system. The two-state solution, for weakers and tweakers who don't know, is a solution where two states can coexist. Connexons over there, WXXI, with evil piece of Evan Dawson. And, geez louise, down on my knees, freaking our week in review over at WAYOLGBTQ Rochester. Live in harmony, Uyghurs and Tweakers, but Dawson put an end to that. And now he's proposed a single-player system while the player that wins, Ready Player One over here, Jeez Louise, down on our knees, is our week in freaking review. Dawson, we're coming for you. I can taste blood behind my teeth, Uyghurs and Tweakers. I feel my lungs freaking filling up with blood when I try to run outside. It's... I had to catch the bus the other day. My, I felt like I was going to collapse. A lot of time spent indoors these days. So, geez louise, down on my knees. We got a great freaking show for you. Doug Jordan was out last week. He was the first victim of Dawson's wrath. Dawson, we believe, freaking sabotaged freaking Doug Jordan's freaking delivery truck. Doug Jordan for Weakers and Tweakers delivers fists. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. We're glad you're alive. And how was your week? Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, please uh, stop calling me Jug Dorton. I'm, I can't. Uh, I can't tell you enough how confusing it's starting to get, and and I and I just really don't like it. it. Just just please keep calling me Doug. 
uh, his first first. Uh, Jug, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, for Uyghurs and Tweakers who, who who didn't freaking tune in last week, uh, our our very own freaking Jug Dorton was the freaking victim of a uh, sabotage uh, perpetrated by freaking Evan Dawson as a new step in freaking basically uh, radio war, uh, the freaking World War Radio War freaking two W W R W two. The freaking this is the big one. Yeah, it was the first thing on his docket in the single player system that he is implementing. What what is the single player system that he's implementing? What what are you talking about? It's, a, they, you, it's a system, Doug, where only one player can play in the system and it's obviously he's saying that there's not room enough for the both of us. That this town ain't big enough for connections with Evan Dawson and freaking our week in review with Sandy Fargus. Yeah. Uh, Doug, if we can freaking harken back for a moment uh, to uh, you've, you've been into the freaking war room and you've seen our freaking two state solution. Uh, it's basically a pile of red yarn and freaking some pictures uh, tacked onto the wall. Uh, that was our freaking, that was our step in trying to, trying to just uh, um, resolve this issue freaking amicably. And his, uh, his re- uh, retaliation is the single player system, uh, which is, which targeted you, uh, and freaking targeted me last week as well. So he's, he's, he's very much in right in the thick of it. And if you had been listening, you would have freaking heard all this. Yeah. He, he was talking about it on his. So Doug Jordan, he kept going on about a single player system and how basically it would be better for everybody if only one p- player system would work where everyone could get what they need and people would be much healthier with a, in a single player system. Yeah, well, not us. Do you, are, are you sure he was saying pl- single player system or do you think he was talking about healthcare with the single payer system that people keep talking about? Thank you, you freaking, freaking talking, talking about. about. It's like, and the people are trying to roll out the single payer system. I don't, I don't know much about it, but I just keep seeing it, hearing about it on the radio and seeing it in the newspaper and stuff. Uh, it's supposed to help a lot of people. Doug, the man tried to kill you. I, you that's what brakes I, on your truck. I was going to say, geez, Doug, he has, he took you out as your, as his first victim of this system. And now you're on his freaking side. Jeez, Louise down on my knees. Talk about the yep. accident, Doug. And God well, yeah. bless you for surviving. Happy to have you back here, bringing alive, fully freaking resuscitated. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely fine, and uh, nobody cut the brakes on my truck. There, there was an accident, but the I, I, the brakes on my truck weren't cut. So uh, I, I will now uh, tell the story. Uh, I was driving home after my long day of uh, delivering uh, fish. Uh, had a couple a uh, couple more deliveries that didn't get accepted, so I was taking them back to the freaking plant. Uh, all of a sudden, the freaking back of my truck opens up, and there's fish boxes of fish scattered all over freaking 490, and uh, I got into a bit of trouble for that. And uh, not sure really what happened there because I remember closing the latch on the back of the truck as best as I could, like I always do. Slammed it down, and uh, it didn't work this time. My God, he got you, Dawson got you. I don't know how, but he got you. I mean, I don't think that Dawson got me. I, I, first, know, I was, he frees, first, he cuts your brakes, and then he unfastens the latch, allowing all of your fish to spill about the freaking freeway. Well, no, he didn't cut the brakes, because I, I was able to stop once I noticed what was going on. You're lucky to be alive. Yeah, by the grace of God, go you, Doug Jordan. By, wait, by the grace of God, go me? That, have you never heard you, that phrase? Yeah. 
It's a totally normal freaking turn of phrase, Doug. It means, Jesus, Louise, you almost freaking died, and we're happy as the freaking Diggins to have you back. By the grace of God. Yeah. Go me. Here but for the grace of God go I, Doug Jordan. It is a phrase. God, I am losing my patience, but I am glad to have you back. Which brings us to Sandy the Sandman Farkas. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, uh, basically, um, bringing the freaking Dickens, uh, a little freaking drunk, as per freaking usual. Um, yeah. and I don't know if I'm thinking, yeah, don't interrupt me. Uh, thank you for the blessing. Uh, and, um, and, and freaking, very freaking eventful freaking week. And what happened in your week, please? Uh, uh, I, I mean, we, you know, we, 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 right, right after we recorded last week, uh, we freaking, we freaking threw it into freaking, uh, fifth freaking gear. Hightailed it down at a freaking Ortego grill, had a couple of freaking Larry Brown's famous freaking 1299 mudslides, uh, an order of freaking, uh, uh, onion ring dippers, and we went into the freaking war room. And the most, uh, the strangest thing freaking happened as we were entering the freaking war room, a strange, uh, freaking cloaked freaking figure came sauntering out and went out the freaking back door. And I said, what in the heck? And we went to the freaking war room. Not, it seemed as if nothing was freaking touched. It seemed as if everything was in freaking place. So it was very freaking confusing to me. Uh, I obviously went and reported it to freaking Larry Brown. He said it was either one of the freaking line cooks or someone in here for freaking crouchy night who got way too drunk and stumbled into the back. Regardless, uh, I, 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 I was a little suspicious, but, you know, we had to get to the freaking, uh, had to get back to the freaking matter at hand, which is, which was finally coming up with a freaking plan to freaking stop Dawson right in his freaking tracks. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, if I didn't freaking come up with the greatest darn plan I ever freaking came up with my whole freaking life. It was a brilliant plan by design. It was. Uh, and if, if, uh, Doug, if you don't freaking mind, I'd love to explain what the freaking plan was. If you'd give me a minute. Yeah, I, I if you say Doug, anything. if you would if you would yield your freaking time and let me uh, explain what my plan was, I'd love to get into the nitty gritty of it if you would freaking will. Yeah, no, please go go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and freaking explain it to everyone who's listening. Uh, here is a freaking plan. I saw a freaking movie once where there was a freaking puddle of water. And if you cut a freaking electrical cord that's plugged into the wall outlet and drop it onto the freaking puddle, it will electrocute anyone who is standing on that freaking puddle. Yeah. Yeah. And with the amount of freaking cheese that's freaking scattered around Doug Jordan's freaking basement, I figured now is the perfect time to get the freaking rat right where we freaking want him and freaking blast him all the way to freaking hell. And the rat is Dawson. Right. Um, that went without freaking saying. Uh, unfortunately, you know, um, I had to test out my freaking method and make sure it worked in real life rather than just in the freaking movies. And, um, yeah, well, um, when I went ahead and snipped the freaking electrical cord and Doug's freaking basement. Uh, well, my uh, it seems as if somebody got to it first and uh, and freaking wired the whole thing freaking wrong because um, there was a little bit of a freaking small fire in freaking Doug's basement and uh, and I got pretty badly electrocuted because um, unfortunately I was standing in the freaking puddle. Uh, it doesn't that I doesn't mean anybody right wired it wrong. It doesn't mean anybody wired it wrong. It means well, you cut an electrical cord and you got electrocuted. Doug, I could have sworn you said you were going to yield puddle. your time. I thought I could have sworn you said you were going to yield your freaking time. Yeah, I yielded it. And now I'm responding after the time has been yielded. 
did. All right. Well, you did not freaking yield nearly enough freaking time because I did not get to the freaking end of the freaking story. Yeah, please, well, okay, please finish. Doug, shut. You must shut up. Um, so, basically, when I freaking was handling the freaking wire, uh, the freaking power cord in Doug's basement, which was freaking tampered with, clearly, and sniffed it with my pair of scissors and freaking went up in a freaking blaze of, uh, of, well, went up in a freaking blaze, quite honestly, uh, and became freaking electrocuted, standing there, freaking trembling in, in a freaking puddle of, of the water and uh, later my own freaking urine. Uh you know, there. All I saw, I saw a freaking quick flash of the freaking cloaked freaking figure slinking out of the freaking war room in the back of the Ortego Grill. Clearly, freaking having taken snapshots of all of our freaking uh, plans of freaking action, including a freaking sketch I had drawn of this very freaking plan. Yeah, that's is everybody. Freaking, is everybody freaking following me? Or I, I feel like I feel like I was expecting a freaking gasp or. A, uh, uh, freaking, uh, uh, shock. I'm freaking, uh, well, I, I am know. shocked and I am very worried because Jesus Louise down on my knees while you and I were in the back of Ortega grill war room coming up and you were coming up with your freaking plan to electrocute the rat. I was coming up with a plan to get Dawson back, which as we know, Dawson has been casting stones from his urethra because he has Jesus Louise down on my knees, a freaking sack full of stones kidney stones that is because of his addiction to milk so i was sketching a plan to start upping my milk intake so that i could develop my own stones and start casting them back at him tip for tat and i am very worried now that the cloak figure has me my number and knows that i will be coming with a sack full of stones that i am developing because i have been drinking quite a great deal of milk lately and i am getting sick doug jordan it is a difficult chore when you are, I mean, sometimes when a nice cold glass of milk is in front of you and you down it, it goes down nice and easy. But when you are purposefully trying to down glass after glass, Doug Jordan, it feels like you are drinking sludge. And it goes down like cement, Doug Jordan. I feel like my belly is full of cement. Why do you have to cast stones from your kidney? Why can't you just, you know, go to the hardware store and buy a 20-pound 20 t- 20 bag of stones? Tit for tat, Doug Jordan. What are you talking about? It's, I have to get him where he freaking tried to get us by casting stones. He's full of kidney stones, Doug Jordan. It sounds to me like freaking Doug believes that you can go down to your local freaking hardware store and pick up a sack of freaking kidney stones. Doug, that is simply not how it freaking works. They come from. They come from within, Doug. They come from. They're. 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 They're freaking made from freaking hatred and and freaking stress and all the negative feelings you have, and they turn into solid stones and you pass them through your freaking schlong, Doug. Evan Dawson refers to them as his pearls. So, geez, Louise, it's been a rough week for us all. Luckily, we're all here still, and by the grace of God, go us. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, um, well, uh, we are the freaking currently uh, the black sheep of the freaking neighborhood because my little freaking mishap um, caused by freaking Dawson clearly tampering with the freaking electrical cord uh, knocked out the power and damn near the whole freaking neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. It was a free, freaking fiasco. Yeah, it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I didn't know it was you. You kept saying it was because of the rat. You kept screaming, the rat, the rat. So I thought maybe we had a, a mouse problem. 
Well, you, I mean, Wiggers and Wiggers, you gotta, you gotta freaking know this. I was very freaking drunk and just recently pretty horribly freaking electrocuted. I mean, the, the whole process of being electrocuted lasted about five, ten seconds. And God bless it, I was there. I think I saw a freaking ghost come out of Sandy's body and try to make his way up to heaven before being sent back down to his freaking earthly self. So that's what I, that's what happened to me. And that, that image will stay in your mind's eye. Yeah, we're gonna have to try a lot harder than that, freaking Dawson. But very good try, very effective. That was a good, good freaking move. And nice try, Dawson. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get into that, we gotta get into this. As weakers and tweakers know, one thing we take very seriously here at Our Week in Review is mental health. Lately, listeners have noticed a change in one of our regular contributors here on the show. Emails and direct messages have been pouring into the Our Week Media at gmail.com account and Our Week in Review Twitter handle with concerned tweakers and mayotards checking in to see if everything is all right. With the constant barrage of insufferable news updates clawing their way into the psyche, with feelings of hopelessness and dread, with the tragedy of knowing that your family is slowly replacing you with another man who lives in your garage, it may be time to take a little evaluation of yourself in an all-new segment called Our Week's Therapy Couch. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, what we're going to do is go through a series of questions and evaluate Doug Jordan, who, according to Uyghurs and Tweakers, may be dealing with a case of the freaking blues, and we will see where we stand at the end. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, if anyone has any questions, now would be the time to raise them. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Who are these people that are concerned about me, and why? Why? Where has this been coming from? I They're haven't seen anything about this. Doug. And tweakers, listeners of the show, Doug Jordan. So, without further freaking ado, number one, the first question is: Are we alone? Well, I mean, I've got technically I'm a, I'm alone, but I'm on a video call with you and and Sandy via uh, the great they, satellite. Yeah, via satellite New York. Uh, is this a, like a, a philosophical are we alone is that how I'm supposed to interpret this or you know because I, I think that you know I don't think that humans are the only intelligent species out there I think that there's probably something higher in a, in a higher plane of existence maybe on a different planet uh, that has also evolved as we have as humans and what do they look like and would you have sex with them um no, I probably wouldn't have sex with them. I, I'm not really sure what they'd look like. Probably, maybe they, you know, it could be an alternate universe type of thing where they look just like us, or maybe they they just are on a different planet, but they look just like we do. You know, I imagine maybe that they're like probably green and they have freaking antennas and webbed well, I mean, fingers. That's, that's the stereotype. Yeah, that's a, that's a stereotypical alien, I guess, from media and things like that. All right, let's move on, Doug Jordan. Number two, would you obey in order to hurt someone? Uh, what? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, let's like say, some- let's 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 paint a let's paint a little freaking picture uh, real quick. Uh, imagine you're in a freaking weekend state, so basically freaking you twenty four seven Saturday, uh, Sunday, and you get a weekend state. No, not a weekend state, Doug. A weekend freaking state. Your mental state has been withering for all freaking mayo tarts to 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 see. Uh, imagine you're in your typical freaking weekend state. Um, no, you're right. It did sound like weekend state. 
But he All is right. in a weekend well, state on the weekend. Yeah. It's let's imagine in order to paint this picture, let's imagine you're in a weekend state on a in, in a weekend state and you are out of state for the weekend. Um, for just for the hell of it. Uh, and you get a freaking phone call. You think to yourself, it says it's freaking restricted. It's an unknown caller. You figure, what? what's the worst that could happen? You know, and you answer the freaking call. It's freaking Dawson. And he says, I need you to freaking turn on your freaking your freaking best friends. I need you to turn on Taylor and freaking Sandy, and I need you to sabotage them, and I need you to kill them. To, uh, how do you respond? Do you do you beckon to his freaking calls, or, or do you... Or do you, or you, or do you freaking fend him off and 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 I'm quite honestly freaking take a bullet for us. I mean, how would I fend him off over the phone? Just okay, say, this I, is not a good start. I guess I would just hang up. You know, if I'm out of state for the weekend, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even answer the phone. Doug, the out of state for the weekend is not the part you should be holding on to here. Um, that was a last minute addition to the scenario, just to properly paint a more uh, detail oriented freaking portrait. But just, but just for the hell of it, where would you? Where do you think you'd be in this situation? What state do you think you'd be in in this freaking situation? I mean, for the weekend, uh, probably you know, drive down to Pennsylvania, maybe Hershey, Pennsylvania, or. Uh, one of those indoor water parks in the winter time that they have uh, over there. Sure. All right. Very good. Let's move on. Would you be a good eyewitness to a crime? Let's say, and I'll give you an example of this. Let's say Sandy revises his perfect crime and with the electrical cord and the puddle and there is cheese hidden everywhere and that gnawing, teething rat sneaking around, searching cheese after cheese, leads that rat right to that puddle where the biggest piece of cheese he's ever seen is sitting right in the center of a wet puddle. Mostly water, some urine from earlier, and geez louise down to my knees. You see that rat tiptoeing along. Would you stay silent, be a good witness, and witness the crime unfold the way that it should? Or would you jump in and try to save a life? Yeah, Doug, would you would you be a good silent eyewitness or would you put your family in jeopardy by opening your mouth and cause a bigger freaking issue? Um It's tough. I would say uh uh, if I, I guess if I were to see uh, a man that, uh, well, I guess I, I'll put it this way. If I were to see a man that, well, a rat that was the size of a man uh, crawling through my basement looking for hunks of cheese uh, laid all around. The biggest piece of freaking cheese you've ever seen. And he ran into a puddle and was electrocuted. I think that I, I don't think I would say anything. I think I whatever I would see, if it would be some sort of monstrosity and it probably needed to die. I guess that's my, my opinion on that. Well, couldn't agree with you more. And then you'd help us hide the body. Good for you. God bless you. Now, who would you choose as a dinner guest if you could invite anyone? Oh, uh, Tom Hanks, probably. Top of the list. That is a waste of a guess. But I, I'll tell you who the bottom of the list would be. Jonah Hill, you would never be able to provide enough food to keep this guy satiated. So, we'll move on. In what circumstances would you steal? 
Um, you know, maybe if I, uh, I was, uh, down on my luck, uh, and, uh, and I didn't have a job and I, uh, at my house uh, was repossessed and I was living on the street, but I still had a freaking family and I had to provide for them for some reason, I would probably, uh, pick up a life of crime and start to steal to provide for my family. I think that Sandy would probably take care of your family and that's his ways and, and, therefore not necessarily a good motivation to steal the family Doug the, I want you to know you, the family will always be freaking provided for let that be known no matter what happens the family will be provided for yeah next question is would you like to be famous and what would you like to be famous for um I don't think that I would really like to be famous uh, personally, but if I had to be famous for one thing, I guess it would be uh, for uh, singing. Uh, I would be a famous singer uh, on uh, uh, gondola rides. I would be known as uh, Bobby Gondola, and uh, everybody would love and adore me. As, yeah, uh, we're not doing this again. We yeah. need to move on to the next one. Yeah, we did enough with your Tommy Gondola and present. What does death mean? Slash, do you believe in the afterlife? Uh, you know, for me, I don't believe in the afterlife. I think that, uh, when you die, uh, you're dead and, uh, maybe some, maybe your soul, uh, freaking stays upon the earth and casts a shadow, uh, wherever you may walk, uh, and follows those, uh, gratefully through eternity. I think that's how I feel about it. That sounds like the afterlife, Doug Jordan. Well, it's, yeah, Doug, different. Doug, no, don't don't speak. Uh, I want to go ahead and harken back to when you said you didn't believe in the afterlife, and then you said, "But maybe when you die, your soul remains in Earth and follows your loved ones." What in the hell did you mean by what? Uh, maybe we shouldn't even freaking worry about this. I got it. I could see you coming back as a tree. So, number eight, describe your perfect day. Uh, okay. Uh, wake up. Uh, I'm, I have breakfast, uh, two eggs, uh, over medium bacon, toast, hash browns, a uh, glass of orange juice, uh, maybe some, a cup of coffee to really start the day and get going. Uh, you know, maybe after that, uh, you know, I probably would, would do the dishes and I'd open up the fridge and I'd say, Oh, Oh, I have this, uh, jar of jelly oh maybe i should make some more toast so i you know pick up the bread and, and i'd uh, pick up the toaster and i'd uh, add the toast into the toaster and then i would wait i would wait for Doug, it about five Doug, minutes Doug, Doug, what are you doing i'm describing my perfect day i'm you starting are with breakfast describing a prolonged breakfast Doug, what you what so far what you've explained is that you would start your perfect day by eating breakfast and then eating a smaller second breakfast and and I imagine if we were to allow you to keep going it would somehow say you'd mentioned that you ate then a smaller third breakfast and then eventually that turned into a lunch which was I'm guessing another sandwich and then maybe you'd have followed that up with a snack uh, a, a snack maybe some chips uh and then maybe eat some more handfuls of chips throughout the day, uh, maybe some crackers, and then eventually it would turn into dinner, and then maybe you'd even have a midnight snack and eventually freaking go to bed. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, food is, is important uh, for any good day, you know. You can't, Describe you can't have a good day without food. How do you want to be remembered? Oh, uh, um, as myself. 
I guess. Uh, I want people to remember me, who I who I am, and what I stand for, which is everything that everybody knows about me. A man in a perpetually weakened state. All right, uh, what is the next well, one? No, you wouldn't just remember me on the weekend. You would remember me throughout the week as well. Fair enough. How do you overcome bad habits? Like biting your toenails or playing with yourself in public, that kind of thing. Uh, well, I don't do either of those things. Um, but, you know, uh, usually if I have a bad habit, I, I will replace it with a, a an alternative uh, good habit. Uh, you know, uh, people that knew me back when I was younger, uh, I, I, I was a heavy, uh, cigarette smoker. I, I stopped by, uh, replacing that with, uh, with, uh, eating a pushup, which is one of those with the Flintstones on them with the, with the, uh, ice cream pushups. Well, but I'm so, specifically asking the thing is if, okay, let's say in my circumstance, the habit that I want to get rid of is playing with myself in public, you know, when I, and I sort of go into a fugue state and then the next thing I know, I've been doing it for quite some time and geez, always down on my knees, I could get in big trouble. Now, if I start eating a push up popsicle, that kind of resembles the action. Uh, you push it up, it gets, it's hard and it's long. It, it, it becomes bigger when you push it up and then you put it in your mouth. The next thing I know, instead of playing with myself in public, I'm I'm putting it in my freaking mouth if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, Louise, we gotta we gotta stop this. We um yeah. we should just ask Doug the next question. Uh, what makes you really angry? Um, uh, being deceived, uh, being lied to, or and exploited, uh, you know, through a series of deceits. Uh, often are some are things that make me uh, very upset and angry. Like Dawson unlatching your truck and. Removing the ties from the fish load in the back of your freaking delivery truck. How did you know that there were ties in the back of the truck? Because I don't, I mean, I assume there were ties. There's fists. So, geez Louise. The next one would be, what is your favorite pastime? Let's skip that one. I feel like you already said breakfast. Who is the most important person in your life? Uh, my son and, uh, and my wife. So my family are the most important people in my life. Well, you just stole that from freaking Sandy the Sandman Fargus. That would be his answer. Yeah, without a doubt. The most important people in my life are the ones that I must freaking, that I took a, a solemn uh, vow to freaking provide for. Uh, until death do uh, do I freaking part this earthly freaking realm. Uh, I Yeah, it's got to be, you know, when it comes down to it, um, your son and your wife. Yeah, yeah. probably the two most important people in my, in my life. What's what solemn vow did you take that that made them your smite? Uh, the vow of the vow to provide, Doug. Um, the vow, the vow to be there. The vow to to you know watch the boy freaking grow uh, and watch uh, watch the the woman freaking blossom and to um, and to you know um, and then when the when the blossoming is finished, to eventually probably one day freaking pollinate that flower. I, I just I don't. I don't understand how you're even providing to them now. You you live in my garage rent free. Well, uh, Doug. Um, first of all, I provide I provide an ear. I freaking listen to them, which is more than I've ever seen you freaking do. Yeah. I listen to the boy and I listen to the woman and I and 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 I lend them a freaking ear and I lend them a freaking shoulder to cry on. 
Why are they crying? At, why are they crying? Let's in the move first on place? to the next question. What is your best personality trait? That's the last one. So make it a good one. Breakfast. No, but that's not a personality trait. Uh, Could be making breakfast, Doug. Yeah, for most people, it wouldn't be a personality trait. Yeah, okay, but then probably making breakfast Weakers. or making barbecue. <clears throat> oh, barbecue. You yeah, can make great you barbecue. Good, yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. Our next segment is our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. That's the Our Week hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, a dental hygienist who was fired by the Virginia Department of Corrections on suspicion of smuggling contraband can proceed with a sex discrimination lawsuit against the state after a judge ruled in her favor, according to NBC 12. Joyce Flores said she was interrogated for hours after guards mistook a tampon for contraband during a body scan and even submitted to searches of her car and work area. Although procedures yielded no evidence of illegal activity, Flores was terminated despite demonstrating her menstruation to female guards. After an investigation by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the Department of Corrections asked a judge to dismiss the claims, contending that Flores had not sufficiently demonstrated gender was a motivating factor in her termination. District Judge Thomas Cullen rejected the motion in a memorandum opinion. Quote, but for Flores's menstruation and use of a tampon, conditions inextricable from her sex and her childbearing capacity, she would not have been discharged. So, geez Louise, down to my knees, this is... Socking. Sandy Farkas, help us unpack this one, please. Well, I I mean, I, I definitely don't feel as if this was cause for a freaking uh, termination. Um, as far as I know, um, whether even if she had anything freaking shoved up there or not, uh, she did not deserve to freaking uh, have her freaking life terminated. And... Um, and and that's on and that's on freaking the judge freaking district judge Thomas freaking Cullen, uh, and and I hope that that they that they freaking rectify this uh, freaking quickly, uh, you know, uh, when when it's yet to and who knows how that's gonna freaking play out. Yeah, Doug Jordan. Now they said something about quite a bit of discharge coming, you know, from the nether regions. What would that look like? And describe it in great detail, please. Yeah, wh- where did they? Where does exactly does it say quite a bit of discharge? I'll tell you right keep, here. She said, "He said conditions inextricable right from her sex her. and her childbearing capacity. She would not have been discharged." So, what does that mean, and what does it look like? Well, that I mean, they're saying that she was discharged from her job. She she was fired from her job. Why didn't they just say that, Doug? Because they used a. Is a it, big word. Is it? Is he be trying to be punny because of the discharge that comes forth during menstruation? I mean, I think discharge is a common word that people use. I don't. I don't think that. Yeah, that, like you can use it in like um, um, you know, let's say you're walking, you're sitting on the bus, and then all of a sudden a stain begins to develop on your trousers, and some person next to you goes, "What? Jesus, what is, what is that?" And you go, "Well, it's just a little bit of discharge." That I don't think that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Yeah, well, uh, 
Then, um, you're pretty lucky then. So, last week, Nashville man was arrested after police responded to a complaint that he was wandering the halls of a hotel in his underwear while fondling himself for several hours, according to Scoop Nashville. When police arrived at Club Hotel in downtown Nashville, they found 39-year-old Terrence Carter in the hallway fondling his genitals with both hands. According to staff, Carter had been this way for, quote, several hours. Officers reported that Carter was, quote, agitated and fidgety after being asked to remove his hands from his genitals. According to reports, Carter claimed he was waiting on two separate women in different rooms, but police and hotel staff confirmed both rooms were unoccupied. Carter was taken into custody for public intoxication. The charges were later dismissed. So, geez louise, down on my knees. First of all, the fact that this guy can do this for several hours with no discharge is very impressive. And I believe he deserves a freaking award rather than a freaking reprimand. Prove me wrong, Doug Jordan. Well, I mean, he shouldn't have been fondling himself in public. I think that's, you know, we kind of talked about this earlier when you were talking about a bad habit. Uh, I think that this is a bad habit and he should probably have replaced this with maybe eating a push pop or, or something else. Doug in Jordan, that manner. when I said that earlier, your suggestion was to stop playing with myself and start using my own freaking mouth. In, and you said it was specifically in public. No, my suggestion was to eat a popsicle, but uh, not your not eat your popsicle. You know what I'm saying? But geez, Louise, you can understand why I got confused. No, I I can't understand why you got confused. Those are those are two de- separate things. I was talking about quitting smoking, and I replaced it with a popsicle. And then you started talking about freaking pleasuring your own popsicle. Sandy, help me out with this one, please. I feel like he's taking me down a track that I yeah. never intended to go down. Doug, uh, uh, it was inappropriate when you brought it up the first time, and it is increasingly more inappropriate now. Uh, especially when you when you when you when you when you describe Taylor's um, uh, well, his freaking um, his Dangley Johnson as a popsicle. Uh, it's impossible to not imagine it. You know, uh, going into well, uh, I mean. You can't. I mean, Doug. Imagine if I if I called your freaking um, your freaking uh, member a um, a freaking hot dog. You'd immediately immediately because of your love for hot dogs. Imagine putting it in your own freaking mouth. You'd imagine putting ketchup and mustard on it, and maybe some pickle relish, and putting it in your mouth. And no one would fault you for it. I think yeah, that's the just, point. It's just natural. If you if you if you if you if you say that your penis is a food, the first thing you have to do is think about eating it. And yeah. uh, natural yeah. selection. You select the food that you want in your mouth, and then you envision your own. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, Doug. I don't know why you do this to us. You take us down a rabbit hole, and this becomes an R-rated show very quickly. So, God bless you for it, though. I'm glad you're alive. Last week, the Los Angeles Times released their official Girl Scout cookie power rankings, according to the Los Angeles Times. So, out of the 12, and Doug Jordan, I'm going to need your help with this one. They rated number one, Samoas and slash Caramel Delights. They're the same cookie. I didn't think you could say Samoas anymore. I thought that was a type of person, not a cookie. So, then number two is Tagalongs and Peanut Butter Patties. Number three, Dosey Doughs and Peanut Butter Sandwich. Number four, Thin Mints. Number five, Toffee Tastic. Number five, six, Girl Scout S'mores version one sandwich. 
Number seven, Lemon Ups. Number eight, Tray Foils slash Shortbread. Number nine, Girl Scout S'mores, version two, chocolate covered. Number 10, Lemonades. Number 11, Toasty Toasty A's. And number 12, cho- Caramel Chocolate Chips. So, Doug Jordan, take it to the freaking sports desk. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, that, uh, this is... This is Doug's Sports Desk, and I'm talking about Girl Scout cookies today. Great. Uh, so the, the recent news in the Los Angeles Times was ranking uh, Girl Scout cookies, Wait. which is what you just said. Doug, we know that. Just... I figured I had to give a little introduction uh, here. So they ranked the Samoas. Did you uh, say introduction? I'm pretty sure you said introduction. Who no, is introduction? I'm going to write that down. I think that's a clue. No, I was just, I was, I said, you're losing us, Doug. You're losing the whole freaking, we're watching the freaking, we're watching the listeners drop here on the freaking counter. Yeah. So, uh, what do you mean? There's no counter. We're, we're pre-recording this. Doug, stick to the freaking script. Tell us what your ranking would be. Do you agree with this? Uh, No. Yes and no. I think Caramel Delights are, are pretty high ranking. I think that they're up there. I think that, that Thin Mints at the number four spot, they really should be in the number one spot because I think the Thin Mint is the most uh, craved Girl Scout cookie. And, you know, uh, the rest of this article was about how do they taste frozen? And I think Thin Mints should be uh, at the top of best taste and best frozen. And they were kind of uh, sitting around the middle. So I think that that's, that's wrong. Uh well, never ways, had Doug, I mean, that is a that is a that is a freaking man. Before we get into toastiers, I just want to say it's it's foolish to uh, to say that the Thin Mint is is better frozen than the the Caramel Delight because the freaking Thin Mint frozen doesn't change the freaking texture. I mean, the freaking the frozen Caramel Delight it it, it, it changes the freaking the 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 whole freaking uh, uh, DNA of the freaking cookie, so to speak. It basically well, think- turns into like a glass that can shatter. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I I think that the Caramel Delight is still a very good cookie. I'm not saying that it should be freaking put to the bottom. I just think the Thin Mint should be a little higher yeah. up. Yeah, the listeners are dropping off again. You got to pick up, pick, pick up the energy. Doug, what interests me is that they specifically, Los Angeles Times, specifically left off freaking Keebler Elf cookies off this list. And I don't know why, and I don't know what they did to deserve that because it, believe it or not those are my favorite freaking cookies because you can eat the little mess and you can make believe that you're just taking a life in a comical way it's not hatred it's just playful like when you eat a dinosaur nugget chicken nugget made a dinosaur you feel like you're that's why they went extinct because they turned to chicken nuggets and children ate them myself included i ate plenty of them Yeah, I mean the key, the the elf cookies are not a they're, they're their own brand. They're their own Keebler is or Nabisco owns Keebler elves. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, so this girl scout used to come to my house with Keebler elves. She was my babysitter. Is it possible your babysitter was just bringing over cookies with her? That were Keebler elf cookies? It's possible. Her name was Dorsey. I never heard a name of such. So I'm sorry for uh, taking you from your stride. Do you have anything more to say? Uh, I think lemonades should be higher up. I think that they're a pretty good cookie. Now, what about the toast yays, Doug? 
I've never, I've, I've never had a freaking uh, a toast yet. I don't even know what it is. Earlier, we couldn't get you to stop talking about toast, and now you won't say a word about these toastiers. These for Uyghurs and Tweakers, it's spelled toast dash y a y s toastier, and it's exc- exclamation point yeah. as well. I don't know toastiers. And that's, and that's a freaking trademark freaking Girl Scout cookie. It says, so it's toast uh, hyphen Y-A-Y-S exclamation point and with a little freaking trademark uh, freaking Girl Scout uh, freaking insignia right there, right freaking slapped on there. Yeah. So if you get one without that insignia, it's counterfeit. Throw it out. Probably poisoned. Well, I think that nobody else can use the name. Well, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you find any freaking toastiers uh, lying around without that freaking trademark, I would freaking I would freaking destroy those because, um, um, as far as I know, that was uh, the toastier was one of the ones that freaking uh, Tadia Richter, uh, rest in peace, was doing most of his freaking poisoning with. Yeah. Might might even be the one that brought down his whole freaking his whole freaking house and got him and everyone he freaking knows freaking well freaking killed. Yeah. May he rest in peace. I'm broken up about it, and I think we should move on. I, I don't think he's dead, but go, go ahead. No, you've got to shut the up, please. Last week, Amy Slayton of 1,000 Pound Sisters pooped her pants in front of her husband, according to SoapDirt.com. The TLC reality star, who is known for her on-screen flatulence, pooped her pants while playing a game with her husband, Michael Halterman. The smell of Slanton's mess caused her husband to vomit in a bag. The Thousand Pound Sisters follows sisters Amy and Tammy Slayton, whose combined weight is over a thousand pounds, on their quest for weight loss. The show is currently in its second season, so geez Louise, down on my knees. This is hilarious, and I have not watched this show, but believe you me, I will tune into TLC tonight to see if it is on. Doug Jordan. Uh, you know, as unfortunate as it is for a person to to poop their pants, you know, it, it is it's pretty it's comical. I, I'll give you that. You I, know, just a couple of weeks ago, I I friggin I sneezed and you know, a little poop came out. And, you know, had to take them off, had to take a shower. You know, and, and and as as devastating as it was at the time, you know, you can only look back on it and laugh. So that was discharge in your underwear panties. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, I wasn't exactly listening. I did, Doug, did Doug just say that he pants last week? Yeah. You gotta be freaking kidding me, Doug. I said a couple weeks ago. I said a couple weeks ago I uh, I sneezed and, uh, and uh, some discharge you, you came discharged. out. discharged, yeah. Wow. Jeez Louise. Um, Were you uh, drinking? And tweakers. I'm, yeah, I mean, what was going on? When I'm, first of all, I want to freaking apologize um, on the behalf of freaking uh, Doug. This is absolutely freaking disgusting. But um, uh, bear with us, folks, uh, and uh, hope, hope, uh, hopefully we'll get through this. Doug, uh, go ahead. And, well, yeah, were you freaking drinking? What, I mean, what, what was what happened? What happened here? What was, uh, what, what, geez Louise, what do I even freaking start? What exactly made it so that you freaking released your freaking bowels, uh, during a freaking, uh, freaking sneezing fit? Yeah. Beyond the sneeze, what precipitated the evacuation of bowels into your panties? Yeah. And dare I ask, what else was freaking discharged? Nothing else. I, I nothing else. I, there was tea, no other discharge. Little freaking uh, creamy substance. No, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. But when I poop, Doug, and maybe I'm alone on this one, I don't know. I have not asked enough people. I always pee at the same time. That's why I can't do it outdoors, because I will get pee down the sides of my legs. 
And more importantly, he can't pee without going number two. So urinals are completely out of the Regan question for Regan Taylor. And as someone who's stepped up to a urinal next to him quite a few times, I can tell you the freaking the freaking smell of his mess definitely makes me freaking vomit it's as well. It's not a pretty sight. Sometimes that's your only option as a urinal, Doug Jordan. Whose fault is that? Not mine. The proprietor of the location I'm at. Believe me, believe you me, I've had several discussions before with freaking Larry Brown about not using the urinals. And he is a strict man. Strict dicked. So, I think we got all we can out of Amy Slatton's poop story. I imagine she was playing badminton when they said a game. I tried to figure it out and it didn't. The article did not say. I could just see this big old girl playing badminton and then going to get a low... You know, a short shot, a low shot to the ground, trying to reach and step, and then say la vie, filtered pants up. Yeah, say la vie, R.I.P. Um, we freaking miss you, freaking Tammy, and uh, and and may God have mercy on your freaking soul. Yeah. So, last week, cheese cracker giant Cheez It announced a new limited run of Cheez It loaded popcorn, according to Brand Eden. The brand said the popcorn will come in cheddar and white cheddar varieties and will be available in six ounce bags. According to Cheez It website, the cheese is, the cheddar flavor is popcorn. The cheddar flavor is popcorn. No, that's not right. The cheddar flavor is popcorn is based on cheddar cheese flavor, while the white cheddar flavor is based on aged cheddar. So what the what did what? I might have read that wrong, but I am not reading it again. It I am bored. Cheddar, cheddar flavored is the cheddar flavored. The cheddar flavor is popcorn. Yeah, well, that's what, definitely what it says. The cheddar, the cheddar flavored is popcorn is based on cheddar cheese flavored popcorn. The cheddar flavored is popcorn is based cheddar cheese flavor. Either way, what I'm thinking is that what is this ring of? This smells of Dawson. Wow. Dawson, I could see him eating bag after bag of this big glass of milk by his side, washing down the cheddar puff flavor. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, that rat growing growing pearls inside of him by the minute. Doug Jordan is his using his own freaking words. Imagine him sitting there in his freaking lair. I imagine it's um, a cave-like freaking dwelling. Uh, freaking sucking on freaking cheese popcorn favored cheddar cheese flavored uh, popcorn. Jugging uh, down freaking milk and freaking fondling his freaking stones growing inside of him. And freaking plotting his next freaking attack. And he's freaking, he's getting all the cheese on his fingers and he's sucking the cheese off his freaking fingers. And then reaching down and playing with the stones again. Doug, it's a freaking mess. Dipping his fingers in the glass of milk to get the cheese off and then drinking the milk. So you think that a, a local radio show host is behind Cheez-It, who is owned by Nabisco, putting out this new ch- cheddar flavored cheddar popcorn uh, is the cheddar flavored popcorn, cheddar cheese flavor, white cheddar, aged cheddar popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said it perfectly. Yeah. Last week, a Pennsylvania woman who is connected to a quote alien reptile cult was denied appeal after she was convicted of killing her boyfriend, according to Penn Live News. Barbara Rogers was sentenced to 15 to 40 years in prison after shooting 32-year-old boyfriend Stephen Minio in the head, according to Pocono Mountain Regional Police. The 46-year-old Army veteran called 9/11 after the execution-style murder. Quote: Rogers disclosed that she and Minio 
were members of a religious cult, Senior Judge John L. Musumano wrote in a state court opinion denying Rogers' approval. Uh, Rogers stated that she and Minio had recently become upset with the leader of the cult who believed that Rogers was actually a reptile. Rogers claimed that Minio wanted her to kill him and that she was, quote, under a large amount of stress due to issues with the cult. So, another story, smells of Dawson. And geez, Louise, down to my knees when you thought it couldn't get any deeper. This guy's name is Minio, and he was a minion of a cult. And I'm thinking of that movie, Minion. And I'm thinking of Dawson with his minions. Other rats. Real, alive rats. Not half man, half rat the way that Dawson is. And he is the king. He has them at his will. I think we're going to need a bigger boat, Doug Jordan. If you know what I mean. We... Sorry, please. Please. I I just want to confirm. So you think that Dawson is is a separate leader of a separate rat cult or do you think he's the the leader of the reptile cult rat cult rats Uh, okay he's he's already shut up he's already killed all the freaking alien reptiles so that the freaking rats can reign supreme doug and then he made this poor woman kill her husband boyfriend that is mr minio steven minio doug jordan may rest in god's great graces and these are reptile people in the cult or are they just don't worry about this cult it doesn't matter what the story is it doesn't matter doug what matters is freaking dawson is freaking out there and he's a giant rat man living in a rat lair surrounded by real rats who are his freaking minions who do his bidding and he's sucking on cheese and drinking milk and playing with his stones and fondling himself and freaking slashing brake tires and throwing fish all over the freeway and getting me electrocuted and 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 he's back doug and, and we're letting him walk all over us. Yeah. Slashing brake tires? What what are brake tires? That's, whatever the Doug whatever, whatever happened, happened to you. Yes. We are in trouble. That is what we've been trying to say all episode long, Doug Jordan. I don't think you are taking this serious the way that you should. Sandy Vargas knows it. I know it. We need you on board. We don't have Tadia. We already lost him to the cold grip of Dawson. We're losing, Doug. The Radio War Part 2 has not gone off without a hitch. And we are in trouble, Doug, and we need to fortify and electrify Sandy Farkas. We need to electrify everything, Doug. Every last thing that we get our hands on, Doug, we need to freaking electrify. It's the only way we're going to win this thing. So the answer to the this war that you're waging on Evan Dawson Correct. is electricity. Absolutely. Glad to see you're finally on board. I just don't understand how we're going to electri... How, what does that even mean, electrify everything? Pop goes the weasel, Doug Jordan. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, this has been another great freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so, so very much. We're so freaking hot and horny for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. So we need to get to the war room ASAP. In the back of Ortego Grill. Maybe get a couple of appetizers while we're at it. Doug Jordan, what say you, please? I'm starving. Doug, what say you? Uh, yeah, I, I could go uh, for a bite to eat. Yeah, good. Maybe get a couple of the wing dingers and a, a basket of crunch rolls. I like the freaking cola slurpers. Yeah. I am just a fan of their freaking chicken giblets. 
I have never had one so tender in my life, Doug Jordan. Yeah, with a slight freaking upcharge, he'll do a freaking plate of giblets and mash for you. Because um, all you gotta do is mash the freaking french fries, and, there you, and then you got the freaking chicken giblets, and you got the mash. Freaking, it's $13.99, Doug. I mean, it's a small freaking upcharge. Yeah. 